3,000-year-old investing advice, poverty doctrine versus prosperity doctrine, which side of the religious fence do you land on? That and more is what we talk about in today's show. capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. So you know how most parents stress over how they will financially provide for their growing families? Well, I have a system to show them how to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing so they would never worry about being acquired, fired, or laid off ever again. What's up, y'all? My name is Jay Helms, and I am the founder of the W2 Capitalist. If you are new here, if this is your first time discovering the W2 Capitalist, we are a resource for 30 to 40-year-old married men and women like you who have a combined income of more than $100,000 a year that want to build multiple streams of income through real estate investing so that you can be more present both mentally and physically with your spouse and children. Personally, I want to be the guy that helps you remove the anxiety and stress that comes with financially providing for your family. Before we get into today's episode with Blake, I want to point you to to our podcast sponsor and my personal agent, Mark Willis. If you've ever taken a minute to total up just how much you pay in finance charges to banks, credit card companies, or mortgages, student loans, cars, vacations, rental properties, right, with your mortgages, you will see that in your lifetime that can easily add up to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in interest payments alone, right? That money that you can be, that is money that you can be putting to work for you right now, and then you get to pass those earnings to your kids when the time comes. There is a strategy that has been around for hundreds of years that the uber rich have used, and guess what? You and I can use it too. At the end of this episode, I'm going to give you the link to connect with Mark for a free 15-minute consultation to discover if the bank on yourself concept is right for you, right? For now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, founder of the Movement and Podcast, known as the W2 Capitalist. Today, I'm joined by a guy that I need to take some style points from, Blake Templeton, Blake is an international motivational speaker, author of the new book, The Solomon Way, an eight-figure award winner and a regular contributor to Ford's Business Council. But what he's really excited to share with us today is the investment secrets found in his book, The Solomon Way, that are making money for investors during this recession. We're also going to talk about are we in a recession or not. Blake and I both agree that we are. But couple of things about Blake. He's been investing for 14 years. Or he's been in business for 14 years, 300 plus transactions, and not one single investor has lost, ever lost money in his private investment firm. And today, what this isn't heard of, and today he's on track to have over $100 million under management within the next 12 months. Blake, I'm excited to hear about your new book. Talk about the recession. Talk about where you got your style from, man. Let's dive into it. Welcome to the show. Jay, appreciate it, my man. Uh, I appreciate your 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 story, your own story, uh, what you're doing for your group. You got a good thing going on. 
Thank you, sir. So let's talk about the jacket you have going on, right? Now, this is a podcast, but we're going to use the video for YouTube. So if you're listening, you're not watching on YouTube. Let, I want to challenge you right now just to go watch this and just see this jacket that Blake has going and leave us some comments because what what is, is that's a blue flowery thing going on, man? That's right, man. So what, <laughs> this is the secret. This is the Solomon way right here. I mean, if, if you don't got this, that's it. No, I, 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 I'm struggling. Here I am in my normal black t-shirt or black shirt and black guy. <laughs> I started thinking just this. Uh, a little a little pop here. This yeah. one doesn't have much pop here, but little little <laughs> pop on top. And, uh, and that's the that's my new invest. That's my been my investment world look for quite some time. That's your that's your icon, right? That's that's how people know you. That's awesome. Even in the uh, one sheet sent over, you're 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 looking very nice in your suit there. Uh, but hey, let's so let's talk about the Solomon Way. Let's give us a teaser about the book, and then we'll get into the recession the recession piece. Yeah, I think it's really important to know that um, every single human being on earth started at a deficit in their economic mastery. I think we would all agree that no one actually was taught correctly. No one, unless you were just giving wealth, no one actually had all the secrets ahead of time. And my own personal story, I can tell you the whole thing for maybe another time, another podcast, but essentially I went college dropout, not a penny to my name, <laughs> went into the real estate world. First nine months was making six figures in flipping houses and wholesaling and just hustling, just hustling, hard stinking work, then almost lost it all. And I had some things right. Like I, I've spent over a million dollars in coaching and mentoring and from Tony Robbins uh, to all the, the likes of that world, spent 117 days on the road with Tony traveling and like in his in his personal uh, space tripled my net worth but i came to a point where um i didn't have all the secrets and no guru did and i went three thousand years back into the middle of the bible in king solomon's world and he became the first trillionaire ever and he documented his story and so i've spent my life in the last 14 years spent my life translating that for the for my own self and then for the 21st century investor and it truly is a wealth strategy a new ecosystem a new revolution that no one speaks about and very few actually walk out but that's actually how for the last 14 years and last 300 plus transaction not a single investor's lost money is because we're following the solomon way that's awesome that is that is an excellent excellent teaser i the question though i so my parents and if my grand grandma hears this, uh, which she's passed on, but she would, she's probably rolling over a grave for me asking this because she has played piano in her church, but when she was 11 years old up until she played piano up until the time she passed away. Yeah. Isn't it against the, the, isn't the Bible against accumulating trillions of dollars of wealth? A great question. It's a great question. And it's, it's a great divide in the religious world or maybe even more in the Christian faith. Right. Um, you've got the poverty doctrine and then you've got the prosperity doctrine. So the, like the poverty doctrine would be like um, lean, ultra humble, which it's not really humble, but it's like lean content. Be content with whatever you have. Have the less you have, the more you have. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's mindset that um, 
you literally are just to take care of you, stay out of everybody else's business, you know, con con contract, contract, contract. And, and when we get out of balance going that direction, you actually start this 50, 50, 50, where you work 50 hours a week or more nowadays, 50 weeks a year for 50 years, and then you still don't have enough. Like you actually don't have enough because you actually contracted and you subconsciously, even when you were going to get a raise, you actually, this is crazy what people do. You subconsciously start doing tasks, doing things mm -hmm. to actually not get a raise because it'll upset the rules and beliefs internally. But then the poverty doctrines, um, look, the poverty doctrines, like I am God's finest. I was created for my own glory. <laughs> he loves me and he, he and he's going to serve me. Like he's my genie. And so it's always like, um, John, how are you doing? I'm highly favored. Like <laughs> I don't have any money. I want money and God's going to give it to me. And I'm on the path to get it somehow. So it's this mindset that I'm supposed to get it without doing anything. Well, King Solomon took this approach. Jay is sick. He took this approach when he, he was given the kingdom Literally, when he was given the kingdom, it was this moment of he like goes humble, real humility, asks God for wisdom. And God says, because you asked me for wisdom and not wealth, I'm going to give you all the wealth more than any other king before you've ever had. And then uh, when we, we got Deuteronomy 8 talking about God saying, I'm the creator of wealth. Don't forget me. I'm the one that does it. And so <laughs> reality is if if God, the one who created the resource of money, if he was going to give money to anyone, he would want it to be in someone's hands who had wisdom and capacity to go influence other people with it. Yeah. 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 So, so you, you, man, there's a lot to unbox in that one little segment. Uh, so I'm going to get lost. So I'm, I've been trying to take notes. <laughs> so let's just dive in. The first thing that's on my list is, you mentioned, you know, there's guys like Tony Robbins who I follow, right? And there's there's several other, um, you know, uh, Russell Brunson talks about your dream 100, which I have now started creating my list and, and cultivating that list on a daily basis here for the last, I don't know, a couple of weeks, right? All the guys that are out there who are financially, you know, uh, I'm going to use one of your words, financial fortress. They have their financial fortress built. Why did you tap into those and say, no, 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 I need to go further. I need to go further back. I'm going to go back to 3000 years ago or 3000 year old investment advice from King Solomon. What, why, what made you go down that path? Yeah. I had this breaking point in 2010 where, you know, I was, I had tons of single family real estate. I was at three different businesses, wholesaling. I was speaking on stage, um, selling basically a business in a box of how to do it. I was renovating, pro I had eight different crews renovating real estate. I mean, I'm 21 years old, just, you know, <laughs> I have no clue how, how like legit I actually was, but I was, had more, pro more pride and, and arrogancy than I ever should have. It, it was a wreck. Well, you were um, 21, so we'll start I was, there. <laughs> I, was netting, I was netting between 50,000 to 80,000 a month, literally just working from home in my underwear. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Um, but anyway, long story short, I have eight properties at that time, um, all current with the mortgage companies, doing renovations on them, putting them on the market. Um, had, you know, $250,000 in net profits waiting there, about 400000 on the wholesale side waiting to, for those to come through. Long story short, all the banks, the centralized banking system actually 
says, hey, we're not going to do short sales anymore for 90 days. And then my bank is going upside down. They call me and they say, I'm the hatchet man. And I'm actually <laughs> going to get rid of all investor loans. And you got to pay for everything in cash in 21 days or they're all going to foreclosure. I was Mr. Stop every foreclosure. I was the king of stopping foreclosure. And now I've got eight going to pre-foreclosure of my own. Wow. And it was just like come to Jesus moment. Like no guru can help me in this. Like no one had all the, the tricks. And, and I even had multiple guys I'd pay 20 and 30 and 40,000 to um, the previous years in mentorship and coaching. And I'm like, hey, help me out. And they were nowhere to be found, you know, at that moment. And so I realized that no one could actually, I had to go seek out the, like, the source, what God's actual wisdom was. And, um, you know, in, in the book, The Solomon Way, it breaks it down how, like, no matter where you are, no matter how much money you got, whether you're in your 20s trying to build an empire, whether you're in your 50s on the, on the cusp of, you've just been the good old boy, you've been 30 years in, like, no one does that anymore, right? But there are some of you faithful in your 50s who are like, I've been here for 30 years at the same company. There are, no, no, no. I'm going to correct you. There are people who still do that now. And the reason why you and I don't see that as much is because of who we hang around. But there are the W2 I just left. There are people who proudly held banners over their banks for 10 you years, want. 15 years, whatnot. And they're going to be there until they retire. There are people who still do that. But you and I, we have decided to not be one of those people. So we're, we're on our own path, but yeah, there, there wow. still exists for sure. <laughs> and, and so no, no matter where you are, the Solomon way is this literal breaking down the ancient wealth strategies of King mm. Solomon of how he actually exponentially grew his wealth with God's wisdom and how he never lost money and how everything prospered, but it wasn't the prosperity doctrine. It was literally out of the capacity of wisdom from God. And so uh, whether you have a spiritual orientation or not, it's, it's kind of not relative. Um, i got investors who invest with us all the time. They're like, Blake, I invest all my money with you. Um, I don't even agree with what you say about the spiritual. <laughs> I, I believe in your emotional conviction for what you believe. And I believe if there is a God, he's going to protect my money because it's invested with you. So. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's, that's good. Uh, so you talk about ev emotional attachment, right? But there's one thing I want to talk about is, you know, investing on emotions and how that can get you in trouble uh, when it comes to, to investing. So talking about that, you, so basically you just walked us through your investing career. So I was sitting here trying to do the math. If you've been doing this for 14, 14 years, you know, we're in the middle of 2020, you started in 2006, where we know, now know that was the height of the real estate market, right? And imagine what you went through in 2010 was what we're about to go through here in the next, I don't know, six months to a year. And we'll get to talk about that here in just a second. But investing with emotions, smart or not so smart? Yeah, I would say emotional conviction of rules and beliefs. There you go. But... um not emotionally tied to a piece of property. Nothing is my baby. And so like, yeah. I want to call you up. Those who are listening right now, I want to call you up. I truly believe that you are created with a purpose bigger than yourself. You've never actually bought fully into it. There's a verse I just want to like lay over you. And it's Jeremiah 33, 3. And it says, call to me and I will answer you. 
and I will show you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. And I believe that you're called to be a king or a queen of your own kingdom. And that's not a spiritual kingdom. That's like under the king, you're to be a king. So most people take the mindset of being a peasant and it just is what it is. It's a peasant on the yeah. trade route and we're, we're helpless in the stock market. We're, we're hopeless and stuff. There's just praying <laughs> for something to happen. But it's this mm. mindset that no, like, you actually can forge your own path. And it's actually like you as a man or as a woman, like you are called to forge your own path. Like don't expect it just to happen. You're going to have to activate your net worth, whether it's big or small, it's time to take action. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the emotional conviction is like this, this gusto, this like fire inside of you. And then when it gets, comes to the actual investment itself, then we have to call a timeout and cut the emotions and we have to like lean on his understanding versus our understanding. Right. Yeah. Great. A lot better explanation than what I was hoping to get from you. So thank you for, yeah. for going down that path. Uh, but let's talk about, you know, where we are in today's economy, right? We're, we're recording this uh, in 2020. A lot's happened this year. You know, nobody woke up January 1st said, Oh, well, uh, I'm going to get laid off because there's going to be this worldwide rampus virus that nobody really knows if it's being tested appropriately, uh, if there will ever be a, um, a vaccination for it. We're all wearing masks. We're all required to wear. I don't wear a mask, but we're all required to wear a mask now to, to go out and do anything like, you know, just normal stuff, shop, right, or, or get groceries or whatever. I guess that's shopping. But anyway, but what what is it that is happening right now that makes you feel like we're in a recession because i do too right we we're talking about this a little bit earlier uh before i hit the record button is there are some and i'm using air quotes for the people listening gurus out there that claim that we're not in a recession yeah and i even posted a video on youtube with the title of now is not the time to invest and i got a lot of backlash from that and i so when i saw this about you you're like hey we're in a recession I'm like I got to call this guy because he agrees with me. So what makes you think, you know, and this comes from uh, you, you were invested through the last one, right? So what makes you think, what are some of the things now that you're seeing that we're either at the high of the market or already in, you know, downsliding into that recession that people need to be thinking about? Yeah, great question. Uh, I'm going to answer it in three different ways and just kind of like dive into it. There's a public market and a private market. So it's huge to understand. Public market and private market. The public market, we call the stock market. There's someone that controls the market and there's someone who's on the trade route of the market. Mm -hmm. There's a public market and a private market. So on the public market, um, it doesn't matter what anyone would say about the stock market, the public market, it's wildly overinflated. Now there's two pictures. Inside the public market, there's two companies. So the public market has a company, which is the real company that creates revenue, that creates actual, this is the Amazon, the Facebook, the actual right. company. But then there's another company that's the actual stock. The stock doesn't create revenue. The stock doesn't have employees. The stock that, but this one has emotions and this one doesn't yeah. have. So the public, the actual company, the real company has no emotions. And you're investing now into the stock. <laughs> I love so, this explanation, by the way. <laughs> first started when, it first, when the stock exchanges first started, they were actually one and the same. So when Bob invested into the public market, 
he actually physically really, really, really owned a piece of the company. Mm-hmm. No longer does he own a piece of the company. So you're investing into something that's fake. It's abstract. Yep. I mean, Amazon, take Amazon for a second. It, it's doing 250 billion in revenue. It has a 5% profit margin. So it's 12 billion. Okay, so 250 billion in revenue, 12 billion in profit. They don't pay a dividend. But if they, if they paid a dividend of 2%, it would be more than their profit. Mm. So they're, but they have a 1.36 trillion in value capacity. It just doesn't make it. If we did that in real estate, yeah. it would, it, there's over a thousand times the real value. You know, a property that I have you know, that produces a million dollars of profit, we'd be selling it for 130 million. That's what, which I think some sellers right now are asked. That's their asking price, by the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So in the public market, everything's overinflated. So yeah. to answer your question, is there a session? Is it a V curve? Okay. Why is the market going up? Here's your answer for everyone who wants to know, forget all the news, forget all the crazy drama. The centralized system is actually buying up the actual mortgage-backed securities. They're buying up the actual stocks. They're buying everything up. Yes, there's the Robin Hood and all the little dinky things that the silly people are like, "Eh, let's throw some money in. Yes, and they're going to lose money and they don't know what they're doing. But the the reason it's going up is because the fake money, the centralized systems actually buying it all up. Mm. So is there, that's why you think there's not a recession because you know, we're, we're at the highest numbers. How you know it's a recession, though, the real thing, the real people, real human beings, we're still at the highest rate of unemployment in a current global economy. The, the actual economy needs what's called velocity, needs mm-hmm. money to move. The it's got to change hands, right? It's got to it's it's change hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, the global economy, we haven't been at 3%. Uh, increase since 2005. So mm. it's all fake. And now the private market, now that's what you got to hear about, guys. That's the new ecosystem. The private market, that's where the money's going to be made. That's where the wealth transfer will be. This is in 2008, we made more money than ever. In the next three, four, five years, you can make more money than ever, but it's not going to be in the public market. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and I talked to, um, talking about the private market for a minute, I, I talked to a Fannie Freddie lender, well respected in the community that communities that I'm in. And I said, all right, I submit one LOI a week. They're usually about 25 to 30% below asking because that's what works for me. That's the numbers that I work for that are going to work for me and my, my partners. And I said, how, how are people asking for this? How are transactions still happening at these numbers? You know, I said, I, I've come to the conclusion and, and uh, Mr. Fannie Freddie Lender, I want you to tell me if I'm right or wrong. Either A, people who are buying today care, could care less about cash flow. B, they don't know what they're doing. Or C, I don't know what I'm doing. Which one is it? And, and long story short, she goes, the really good operators right now, they are not buying because of, you know, what's going on. I'm like, okay, thank you. I'm going to go sip of, uh, uh, I'm going to go drink a beer now and just kind of relax and, and stroke my ego a little bit because you just told me that I'm colliding with some of the best operators in the nation, right? Yeah. To- well, and that's the key of why, like in the Solomon way, the wealth strategy, it stands the test of time, recession, uh, bear market, bull market, democratic president, 
you know, Republican president, Green Party, whatever it is. Yet the 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 three dimensional investment of Solomon always will make money. And I mean, we'll do a hundred million of new additional investments under management in the next twelve months. Yeah. And and we'll make a lot of money, and all of our investors will make a lot of money. And it's it's just a reality that there is a whole other ecosystem inside the private market of three-dimensional investments that most people just don't tap into. In these investments, you are you still going after the single families or are you doing much bigger syndications? Hey guys, I want to take a break from the interview with Blake real quick and I encourage you to stick around to the end where I'm going to give you some helpful links to help you move your needle forward. I'll give you the link for Mark uh, on the bank on yourself concept. And I'm also going to give you a link to, to discover more about what we have and how we're changing lives uh, in the mastermind. So stick around. Since 2012, we do much bigger syndications. So, um, so an average portfolio might be 10 to 50 million, you know, something like that. And, um, and then we invest into three-dimensional uh, investments into items that are not in what we'd call uh, a red ocean where everyone's yeah. fighting for it. Yeah. Um, so we're in niches that no one's in and it's a mom-and-pop industry. Yeah. We have profit margins above 40, 50%. Uh, we control the market. And you're yeah. not in these uh, primary markets. You're in the secondary, tertiary and whatever yeah, after yeah. sold those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Smart move. That's, that's, and where we're, where I'm looking is probably in, is, I don't know, some of them's primary, most of them secondary. Where I'm finding traction is the tertiary markets, which um, just means, you know, they're out in the boonies, so to speak. <laughs> they're out in the country. But ours aren't just the, these, the secondary markets, but they're actually uh, what we'd call maybe, um, alternative industries. So gotcha. let me give you an example. Um, wedding venues. Yeah. People are like, that's not even real estate. But <laughs> it is <laughs> actual real estate with a business and it's a mom and pop industry. And and mom and pop don't do ads that they're not good at sales. They're not good at customer service. They're not good at nothing. So we'll then go buy buy a wedding venue for example will throw four times the amount of traffic, three times the amount of bookings, twice to three times the price, provide a world-class customer service, flip the reviews around, have massive reviews, and we'll turn something that was producing maybe 200 grand into producing a million bucks yeah. a year. Yeah. And so then it, it, it just, it becomes a fortified um, product. Could be self-storage, could be, um, we buy portfolios of businesses and just tweak all the numbers. But, um, so Solomon so, investor, go ahead. There is a real estate component to it, but your primary focus right now are the businesses that are going to be generating that revenue, right? Real estate right. just happens to be a piece of it. Yeah. 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 And so a Solomon investor, so our investors that they come in, a Solomon investor would say, um, there's two ways a Solomon investor can invest. They can invest in what we call a fixed trade return and compound it so it starts somewhere in the ballpark at 8%. But if you got 30 years on you at a compounded rate, mm. 8% turns to 30%. So you just got to ask yourself, if I got 30 years left, if I'm in my 30s and 40s, could I make 30% on my money anywhere else? And then 
if someone's like, I got 15 years left, okay, could you make 14% every <laughs> year without, without losing a penny, without doing a single thing, right? And then if those, those who have larger amounts of money, um, you know, we do partnerships and stuff and, it, and there's opportunities to make even more money, you know, 20% on a regular basis. But, um, but it's, it's just a whole new mindset. And so I just want to challenge your listeners, whether it's becoming a solemn investor and, and finding what we call a psalm in general who actually, you know, has four <laughs> walls and you actually go invest with them, or you're going to go forge your own path. Like you got to, it is time now to start really understanding yeah. that, that the government's not going to do it for you. The stock market isn't the stock market. I mean, come on, man. We know it's, a, it's an adult <laughs> lover. It, it always teases and it pulls and it, and it, it plays a game. I mean, I even encourage people, if you've got a large 401k and you've been with your company for a while, you could probably find another position at another job. Now you can take your 401 and now that's investable money. Well, now it's in the stock market. You're going to lose money in the stock market. Yeah. So you could be compounding that 401. There's just so many things right now that you could be doing. And uh, yeah, man, it's time. It's time to take yeah. that. The, the, the domain, time to get <laughs> control back in your hands. You don't have to know a whole lot to take control. It's just more of a mindset. mindset. Yeah, yeah. The, the king, the queen of the king's court, and it's time to go take action. Yeah, I love it. And so in your W, I'm going to add to that list, right? Uh, the stock market doesn't care about you. Your W-2 doesn't care about you either. Push comes to shove. If And it happened to 40 million Americans this year, me included, is, is people... CEOs and CFOs started looking at things and they started thinking about, hey, this stock price is going to go down. And they're going to float this excuse was, you know, my job is to help um, protect the shareholders, which is total BS because most CFOs and CEOs are banking on part of their compensation is based on what the stock price is doing. Yes, right? 30%. Yeah, mo most of them, right? Uh, and and so when they when you hear that, you should translate as, Hey, I am just a number. When push comes to shove, is my boss going to take a pay cut to help yeah. save my job because he knows how it's going to help me and my family? Or are they going to do what most CEOs and, and CFOs uh, did throughout this so year? So. The majority, 30% of their entire salary is like, go raise the stock price. Look at me, that's Johnny. Yeah. The CEO, that's your role. Go raise the stock price. And so, yeah, yeah it's, you know, and, and America's waking up. I mean, America's yeah. like, I, I do consulting for uh, eight, nine-figure companies. And I'm just telling you, when you get behind the books of companies who you're like, yeah, they have a $95 million company, their profit margins are terrible. In the stock market, everyone's are terrible. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, literally getting, they're literally getting rid of, of people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s and actually yeah. hiring 18 to 25-year-olds trying to lower salary. They're just trying to stay afloat. It's so, it, it is really, really bad right now. So yeah, it's time to wake up and realize that the people who, the unemployment rate, look, I'm just telling you, companies aren't going to just rehire these all of a sudden. Yeah. They don't have the means to rehire them. And so you're going to see what we call procession and lag. Procession and lag. Procession, let me drop a, a pebble in the water and there's like ripples. Procession is like the, the boom ripple and then the the lag is like how long does it take until those yeah. ripples and so give it six to eight months you're going to start seeing a whole lot more stuff unfolding and 
coincidentally, there's an election coming up right in the middle. <laughs> coincidentally, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's fun. And what sucks for people who are still working and, and don't aren't going to be able to make this mind shift is they're going to be the folks who are going to be forced to do more for less or with yeah. less, right? And I, I, I don't know. I hate it that it took me this long to wake up. So, you know, and it, with me, it was fear. It was fear to say, hey, I can do this. I can be an entrepreneur. I can go, you know, um, do this whole entrepreneur lifestyle and help other people follow my footsteps. And I finally made that shift. But I, I want to ask you, you know, because we talked about mindset a little bit, which it truly is just a mindset piece because we're indoctrinated from the time we go to grade school, right? Got to be here at a certain time. You get to leave at a certain time. And it's just part of our mentality. And it's something my wife and I are trying to make sure our kids don't have to go through. But how is somebody who who've, they've spent 15, 20 years in a W-2 job that they may think they really love, right? And they just can't make that shift to go do something else or try something else. What's one thing they, they one step they can take that's going to put them down that path? Yeah. So without just straight up pitching the book, guys, I'm, I'm going to give the book away to you. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm just gonna give you the book. So the first thing you gotta do is just take the free book so that you can change your mindset. The, a, a good piece of the book is like helping you think like a king, like King Solomon. So let me just drop that real quick. Um, pull out your phone. So you're gonna text me. Pull out your phone, and I want you to text the word Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, the word Solomon, to thirty-one nine nine six. Thirty-one nine nine six. And then when you do that, I'm going to send you a link and we'll begin that conversation. And I'm going to give the book to you for free. If you'll just pay for shipping to get it to your house, I'm going to give it to you for free. But the first thing is, is when you open up that book is start activating the new belief systems. Mm. You got to think like a king. So a king thinks totally different. We've become yep. passive behind the desk. We've, we've, we've become lethargic in our actual aggressive thought of how to control a domain. Like when a mom is with a daughter who's two years old or a son who's two years old, you're like protective. You got that like, you got that like, like the, the hormone in you that acts as going to protect. But then we lose that for our own future. And so like the kids are grown. That was my whole, no, like, like you have a future. So whether you're 20 or you're 50 or 60 years, you have a future and you can, I mean, you can redeem stuff so quickly when you just take action. So uh, yeah, let's man get the book and then just start ingraining the new belief systems and activate that wealth right now in the private market. I love it. I, I've heard before be master of your own domain, uh, and I'm 41. And until the last um, couple of months, I didn't really understand what that meant. But what you're talking about is exactly that, right? And I wish I would have had the guts to do this on my own. I had to have, I had to get laid off from COVID to get pushed me out the door. Otherwise I'd still be there. Right. And I'd still be looking or I'd have been looking for another job replacement, but talk to my wife. I was like, this is, this is our opportunity we've been talking about for a while. Let's just, let's just dive in. And, uh, that's the, I wish just like investing, right. And buying real estate. I wish I would have started a long time ago. Long yeah. time ago. So uh, I want to make sure I got the number right on the book. It's Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, 31996. You got it, my man. I'm going yeah. to text you as soon as we hang up. <laughs> and 
it's, it is my privilege to, um, to awaken your, your, you know, your thought process, to awaken like the beliefs and the emotions, like a king, a king never gets his hands dirty. A king steps up and owns his domain. A king actually uh, sees that what's been given to him has to be stewarded. A king doesn't have a hopeless mentality, but a restful understanding that he is victory before the field's even taken. A king mm. literally processes everything with a whole new level of understanding. Like while the chaos is going on in the world, a king just says, I, I'm not, I, but not me. I'm not in the chaos. Like that doesn't have anything to do with me. <laughs> I don't yeah. have to do myself to that. A king doesn't have the fears and the doubts, the worries, anxiety. A king steps up and realizes whatever I got, big or small, I'm going to multiply it and I'm going to own my domain. A, a king just thinks different. Yeah. And where focus goes, emotions flow. And so a king just says, I'm not going to subject myself to the poor, you know, disempowering emotions. I'm going to actually walk out wisdom. And that's a game changer in wealth creation. Love that. I, I love the way um, I'm going to write this on my whiteboard as soon as we hang up. Uh, this right there. Uh, you you said awaken the king mindset that lives inside of you or something. That's at least the notes that I took down. I I love that. I, I think think that um, you know it it would be amazing because you know with having young kids thinking about school systems and all this other stuff, it would be amazing that if school systems taught that right, yeah, which man. they don't, and there's a reason why they don't, and we're not going to get into that here, but. You know, that is, if, if that is something that I can, I'm going to start using that line on my kids, awaken, the, awaken that king. And I've got one, we've got one prince and, and two princesses. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to start indoctrinating so them with that because it's so freaking powerful. To, oh yeah, to, it's so empowering. Everyone wants to do good. Now they, now they need to be empowered to go do it. Yeah, absolutely. And the courage to do it, right? If I can do Anything out of today, I want to encourage you guys to to find that next, find the courage to take that next step. And for some of you, you're going to be thinking, I'm not going to text this guy. I'm not going to get his book. That's you. That, then go be, what did you call them earlier? Peasants or pagans? Peasant. Yeah. Peasants. Or a king. Go, so you'll, you're going to continue to be a peasant. But what I want to encourage the people who want to, enough is enough, or and or don't let it get to this. You're, you're thinking about, hey, I want to step out of this one day, right? Go ahead and text uh, 31996, text the word Solomon, and start engaging on, on Blake's platform. I am uh, really, really excited about this. So, Blake, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you, I think I know what the answer is, but uh, as we're wrapping up, because I'm going to be respectful of your time, what is the best way for people to connect with you other than texting the number? Yeah. Um, so first do that. And then, I mean, obviously I'm on social media just like anyone else. Um, but if you actually want to like get behind how we think and how, what we do as a business, you can go to, uh, Boron Cap. So Boron Capital is our company, Boron Cap, B-O-R-O-N-C-A-P.com. And you can go set up a free account and go behind the scenes, go behind the current and look at some of our due diligence, look at how we think, look at, Look at what type of deals we do. Um, yeah. and so if you have the intrigued of the, of the nerd inside, you want to see that. <laughs> the book's going to tell you literally what's inside. I mean, that's going to help you know me. And then there's a whole other level of communication we can have after that. Because I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, um, the time I've spent writing this book, I've gone back into uh, literally thousands of years through all the the 
documents, all the way to current date, there's no one who's put together everything of how King Solomon actually did it. I promise you it's going to bless you. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to go check out here. One thing I'm encouraged or uh, intrigued about your website, because my wife has always wanted to own an event space, like a wedding venue or something like that. So that example really hit home. So I'm going to go check that out in in the event that you guys have something like that. I can help fulfill that dream, so to speak. Now, I know she wants to be the operator and kind of put everything together, but at least we can say, hey, we own a wedding. <laughs> so uh, I want I want to check that out, see what other options are out there for sure. Yeah. So Boren Cap, make sure I got this right. Boren Cap, B-O-R-O-N-C-A-P.com, right? Yeah. Awesome. Blake, pleasure to talk with you, man. Enjoy the conversation. I look forward to seeing what you guys come up with and are able to do next. Thank you for being here today. Appreciate it. Very good day. It's always a pleasure. Look forward to doing it again. Bless you guys. Uh, I just want to pray over you. Um, expansive wisdom, more capacity for wisdom in your next endeavor. Awesome. All right, before I get into suggested next steps, the link to connect with today's sponsor for your free 15-minute consult to see if bank on yourself is right for you is simply at w2capitalist.com forward slash bank, w2capitalist.com forward slash B-A-N-K. I hope you gained some value out of today's episode with Blake. Very interesting conversation, very open conversation. I enjoyed being around him and learning from him, and, and even if it was his, his style and if you don't know what I'm talking about here on the podcast, go to the YouTube channel, which you can get to at w2capitalist.com forward slash YouTube and see this jacket he has on. I, I don't know that I could ever pull that off. But anyway, be sure to subscribe. And if you know this episode would resonate with someone in your circle, give it a share and improve your friend's life, right? So next steps. Here's what I recommend as next steps for you. Number one, connect with Mark on the bank on yourself concept, w2capitalist.com forward slash bank. Number two, Come check out what we have going on in the masterminds, w2capitalist.com forward slash mastermind. If you want to see all the calls and events that we have going on inside the mastermind, you can get there at w2capitalist.com forward slash events. That's w2capitalist.com forward slash E-V-E-N-T-S. All right, guys, get out there, earn, invest, repeat.